Hey guys, 30 and Still Gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free. Whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. guys what's going on welcome <laughs> to generation x gaming <laughs> the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way reason sarge is laughing is because we've been doing this setup for about an hour now right i i, I don't hit record to record locally until like right before we go i hit record and it says you have to update your drivers and i was like uh... so right now i'm not recording locally so hopefully Mixer doesn't fuck up in any way, shape, or form so I can download it later uh, to, uh, to to post this up on YouTube. Otherwise, I got to stop the stream, reload, shut down, upload. Uh, it's, it's, it's whatever. Anyway, Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. We rant along the way. Episode 196 is in the house. On today's show... We're going to be talking about what we're playing. We're going to be talking about Fallout 76 and all the glory of the fuck-ups that they've done. Uh, we're, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about Russia. I can't even I can't even read the headline. I can't, I can't even read the headline. Ru- Russia, and I'm not talking about Trump in any way shape or form. Russia companies suing Twitch for showing soccer games. Uh, Jeff Keeley with the Game Awards, very successful. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. The next-gen console, we're going to be talking about the Xbox Series X or Xbox or Xbox Sex, whichever they want to call it. And then we're going to be talking about Battlefront 2 updates. Uh, and we're also going to be, at the end of the show, we're going to be diving in to just the horrific stuff that's happening right now with Star Wars, Disney Star Wars Rise, or should I say Fall, of Skywalker. Now, I know some people have watched it in chat. I don't want any spoilers. If I want to watch spoilers, I can go watch the movie on YouTube right now. <laughs> it's, right, right. Just, just go watch the yeah. ending of the movie right I'll now. Go, I'll just go watch the end of the movie right now. It's, yeah. on, it's on YouTube. So that's what we're doing. If you'd like to watch us live every single Thursday, Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming right here at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you don't watch us live, you can watch us after the fact over on YouTube.com slash 30 and still gaming. And you can also listen to the audio broadcast of it um on anchor.fm, iTunes, Google Play and Spotify. So that is what's on today's docket. 
So, Sarge, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? I know you're not playing Destiny. I know we have our Destiny issues right now. Uh, it's it's really hard for me to talk bad about Destiny now because the content's ten dollars, and I'm like, it's ten dollars. But I'm yeah, like, but see that, but that's, but but see what you're act, the way you're acting right now is the exact way that they no, no, want I know you to that. act. You're not supposed to assign that because it's ten dollars, it's okay for it to. No, suck. no, I get it, but that's what I'm saying. When I criticize, that's it, not how it's supposed to be when perceived. I, when I criticize <clears> it, though, people are like, "Well, it's only, it's only two cups of coffee. It's only two cups of coffee. It's only ten dollars." So, it 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 is it just kind of irritates me that I can't. I mean, I can. I, I still talk shit about it, um, but it, it's just very it's just very weird. It's just very weird. Listen. I, I don't even want to get into this right now. I want to go into the, the flow that you want to go into, but we, we have really reached critical mass point where the, the, the industry as a whole is basically grinding on, on gamers basically day in and day out, trying to figure out how far across the line they can go and then take two steps back and say, well, this is okay right here, right? This is okay right here. Right. 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 And so if any, I, I, I dare anyone to debate me, I'm daring you, debate me on the industry current. Is it really sided towards customer service, customer like value? It is not. It no. is not and it has not been. No. Okay. It's impossible. Okay. It's it's one of these things where it, here, here's here here's how the business people look at it. Okay. In in the normal world of, of business, right? You got maybe like eight to ten years of gamers, and then they 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 move on to like real life, right? right? But gamers we know as a as a whole are gaming longer. Like they're gaming into their thirties, they're gaming into their forties, and there's you know there's a smaller population, but they still game. And so in the business sense, the reason why they're pushing this line so hard and they don't care, and they literally don't care, and Fallout seventy six should just tell you that right to your face is they, they know that this bracket <clears throat> keeps moving, right? Right. The bracket keeps moving. And so as long as they push the agenda completely on top of you and they say that this is where we are, the up-and-coming up kids that are coming out learning how to play video games are going to grow up thinking that this is standard. Right, this is normal. Right? Right. This is normal. This is normal. Okay? And it's not. This is not normal. This is, no, this is in no way a benefit towards the consumer at all. It's, it's, it costs more. You you get less, and then you are you are milked as you play. So let let's go into that for a second instead of what you're playing, right? Like right hmm. now, right now. I want to talk about what I'm playing. No, no, but we're we're in the middle of this right now, and this is how the show works anyway. Hmm. Um, so I wasn't going to talk about Destiny at all, but because you brought that up, I am playing. I didn't, I didn't bring anything up. Well, I am playing Destiny, right? And I'm only playing it on Tuesdays, right? And I look at it and go, well, actually, that's okay now because now I get to go play other games, right? And that's not okay for, like, other people. But I'm okay with it now myself going, you know what? Destiny's just not that game that it's never going to be for me. So I'm not going to play it that way. I just played it. I, I played it basically eight hours from Tuesday night and then – or uh, Monday – was it was it Monday morning and Tuesday? What day are we? We're Thursday. Uh a Tuesday night and then Wednesday night I played it, right? And I had to wait. This is what pisses me off, right? 
for a person like myself that likes single player games, and if I get that game, I, I put it in, and then I can sit there for eight hours. I could sit there for twelve hours. I could sit there for sixteen hours. I could beat the game in one day if I wanted to, right? But that's my choice if I wanted to, or I beat it in like two days or three days. This content now for the single player, for the story missions, I played the first mission last Tuesday. It took me six hours to get to the first mission, like the actual mission. I guess I could have done it faster, like four hours, but whatever, right? If you were trying to rush it. If I was just doing the one story mission, right? I It took me six hours to get to the one mission, and now I had to wait for the second mission, right? And then today or yesterday, it took me six and a half hours to get to the second mission, right? So I played 12 hours to play f 25, 30 minutes of actual story mission content, right? And now I have to wait till next week to do the next story mission. Okay. But that's but that's all they want from you. Right. That, that's you it's 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 cut and dry. There's no reason to play Destiny that much with the poor game loops that are there. But the reason why the milk is being the the the, the missions are being drip fed for you for each week is just to keep you coming back. Right. You know, to play X number of hours, do your little do your little uh, homework assignments, your your daily chores, and then you move on to something else. That's 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 a staple of Destiny. I don't know how anybody else is now surprised that after a big chunk, you end up with little chunk. That's how it goes. Right. I I I just don't. For me, Destiny is the the grind. To me, is is pointless now. Right. The guns are pointless. The armor's pointless. I don't even care about leveling up to the. Uh, I, I'm basically playing it now to get those little bits of story. And the two missions that I played with Saint 14, they're awesome. I love them. I think they're great. But I just, I just, yeah, no, no, Duplis, the the Saint 14. That's the reason I'm playing right now is the story for Saint 14, which is literally, if if I could just go play those missions, it's the lead up a little bit to it, like go kill this. But some of the weeklies for the obelisks and stuff are just. It's ridiculous. Uh, go kill 180 multi-kill uh, people without loading your clip, right? Uh, go kill 300 uh, of these guys with grenade launcher. Go kill uh, – and it's like, okay, cool, which – don't get me wrong. I'm like, yeah, great. You're, you're doing that anyway. Right, you're doing it anyway, but here's the thing, right? I'm going to old content – to do the exact same thing I've been doing for two and a half years in this game and another three years in the other game, okay? So I go to the same Lost Sector. I kill the same fucking guys over and over. And yes, I understand I could go anywhere else and do it the same way. But sure. my point is, if I'm playing World of Warcraft or if I'm playing SWOTOR, if I'm playing Lord of the Rings, if I'm playing any MMO, right, and I'm leveling up my character, they go... Go kill some boars in this section, right? And you go kill the boars in this section. And then it says, go kill the horses over in this section. And you go to a different section, and you go kill these other mobs over here, right? And then as you level up, it says, hey, go over to this section, and you leave that section, and you don't ever really come back to that section ever again, right? You move to the next location, and yeah, then you kill th things. The defense is going to be that this is not that kind of game. I you're get, not, you're I not, get you it. are never you are never going to get anyone to agree with you on well, this point. I'm sorry. They labeled <clears throat> it now as a RPG action MMO. And yeah, but I'm not just... not to the scale, not to the scale of other MMOs. We right. get it. So I'm okay with tedious. I'm okay with tedious. But what I'm not okay with is we've all found the perfect spot to go kill the cabal. Right, because they come infinitely out the doors over here. You go over here into the thrall over here. Go into this raid. This is the easiest way you're going to get these vex. Right, like it's stupid to me 
that there's not a new section, right? Again, in the Saint-14 uh, um, missions that you're doing, you walk through this teleporter that Osiris has with a, with a sundial. You get transported to an area, and there's, like, these courtyards, right, with, like, middle pieces and six gates around you, right? Six different entrances, and, like, five of them or four of them are blocked off, and you come out one, and the other one on the other side is opened up, right? And I'm like, all right, well, maybe next week it'll be different. And yesterday, as, as I was going through it, I was like, oh, they are different. All right, cool, right? But I just didn't remember the 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 emblems. And then I, I went, wait a minute. Those are the same emblems. So it was the same fucking doors. It was the same doors. I was going through the same doors with the same fucking emblem in front of them. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, come on. I should be farming stuff there in that world. Like, go kill the Vex in this world. Go kill the Cabal in the future. Go kill the Vex in the past. Like, just something. I know it's the same. I know I'm killing Vex. I know I'm killing Cabal. But put me in a different area to do it, right? Where I have to kind of explore, where I have to kind of do stuff. It's unacceptable, Tweak unacceptable eight o'clock is when we start um so i i'm just looking for something i'm just looking for something and and maybe i'm and you know what fuck that i'm not asking for too much i'm not asking for too much i'm asking for i'm asking for content that they've given me right to be here like not wait for it drip fed and be like oh it's so cool i'll, I'll just do one mission and wait for it everyone's like well the, the new weapons are cool. The new, the new, the new things, the obvious are cool. You get more loot. And I'm like, but is the, is the loot, it's, is the loot worth it? Because I can get the new loot, but I can kill anything anyway with all the loot that I have. Yeah. But it, the, 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 the crux of it is that the game loop, the, the, the game loop that's supposed to keep people busy doing things is broken. Like you just you just introduced this entire new armor system, right? Where I get to spec out for particular uh, bonuses that I want my guy to have, and I'm going for those numbers, okay? And so it gave us purpose. But as you play the game, you realize it doesn't matter what level of, of difficulty you actually play, you're still not getting higher drops in the in the in the in the more difficult areas consistently. Right. To farm to farm armor. That is what you're looking for, right? Yeah. So now, even if I even if I was finding the armor that I was looking for, and I'm not, then you still haven't given me a location to use this armor, right? Right. Well, well no. Which is the same. Which is the same trouble you had with the guns. Well, no, they you do give, now. You, you, you give us a gun. You give us a gun, and it, whether it be OP or not doesn't matter. The fun of the gun is what the gun is, and then. It's supposed to kind of jive with whatever your build is, right? So if I'm build if I if I build around a hand cannon and I have a specific hand cannon that I'm using, then I want to go someplace to use this hand cannon combo, right? And they don't they don't have the areas in the game or the difficulty settings in the game for people to give reasons why to farm and then to go someplace to use what you have. They just don't. Well, it's just keep you busy type stuff. And after this, after this much time, I just don't understand why is it so difficult that if you want people to play the game consistently, which they are, that though. you just don't that you just don't have game loops in place that keep you busy doing things that you'd like to do with a goal at the end. So there's no goal. They have the armor sets like for the nightmare hunts, right? Like in in, in when Shadowkeep came out, you have to wear that certain armor because it has that extra mod spot 
so you can go into nightmares and and then take less damage, right? And they had that as well for Vex Offensive, but then those mod spots are gone because that is gone. And now they have new stuff for the Sundial, okay? And I'm okay with that because I've asked for that. I've asked for, for armor pieces that you get that help you do an event, right? But the, the piece that's missing is, like, for instance, they're reintroducing the EP armor, right? So you can go get the armor now at the 2.0 level. But the problem is you can't put a mod. There's no extra mod slot on that, right? And you can't wear that armor as a, a transmog. So it's like, why am I going for that if it doesn't have the mod slot and I can't wear it as a transmog to look that then way? What, then what's the reason? Then what's the point of actually going back and getting it, right? There needs to be, and I brought this up. I brought this up on this podcast many times. I brought it up on the Rangers Round Table on Monday. I said, look, it needs to have purpose where if I go to a lost sector, I get a, a, this helmet, and then I get this thing and get that thing, and then those pieces help me do a strike. And then that strike helps me get these pieces of armor in the strike, then to wear that strike armor to go to the other strike or to go to, to Mercury or Venus yeah, or, or whatever. The, 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 the impl implementation of, of pertinent activities is not difficult all the pieces of the puzzle are actually there they just don't use them effectively the whole purpose of having an exotic weapon is in, in the beginning was you found that weapon and you found something to like combo it with right like of an ability or or a subclass right so they have the exotic see the point of the see in my mind in destiny the point of an exotic is the pinnacle category of that class of gun right that's what it's supposed to be Right, it's a pinnacle weapon of that class, right? So Thunderlord is the pinnacle weapon of heavy machine guns. That's why you find the exotic uh, heavy machine gun. Right. So now the point, the, the the purpose of actually finding that son of a bitch and actually wanting to equip it is now with the new armor stuff that they have is to spec out your guy to match the Thunderlord's abilities, right? And now you are super powerful in a specific area, not like everything, but if you gear up your guy with Thunderlord and now you're specifically for like a, maybe a specific couple strikes, maybe a raid or something, but like you you basically solidify your character into this role. I'm specking out my guy as heavy machine gun exotic boy and I get like, I find heavy ammo better, I carry more heavy ammo. Like and all the 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 electric shock that I uh, that I fire does more damage because I have the armor on it that makes it do more damage and so that's what I'm rocking right right but now of course your primary and your secondary are okay right they're still doing good damage you still can you can still jive with the armor set that you have but the point is I spec'd out for that right. that's what it's supposed to be about <clears throat> people should be people should be centering their builds around a god weapon. That's what that's what the whole point is. I shouldn't be running a muck with a purple weapon, right. destroying everything. Well, that's okay? what I'm saying. Once you it find be, it, it should be skillful. Yes. Right. But when you when you give somebody an exotic weapon, there's like no there's no yay and there's no oh, I got it. Like no one cares about yeah. the exotic. But if you gave people the the choices that the armor goes along with the gun and I spec myself out and then I become like this uber guy but now you're not uber and destroying everything it's a, it's a specific build for specific circumstances right. but you're really good at it that's all they would have to do all the pieces of the puzzle are here they just don't implement they don't know how to make the layers of the onion within their own game all they know how to do is create shallow 
busy pools for people to do while they think up something else to do. That's the point I'm disappointed with. I I, I can't understand him. Even you, here, here's here's one just basic level, right? I've talked about this in the past. How is it at this point in time, after five years, okay, you can't just go on a mission someplace with an NPC following you? Like all of all of Halo was trying to protect your little guys, right? The army guys were with you with Master Chief, and you'd be fighting other guys, and the NPCs would be shooting up stuff, right? They'd be right. in their tanks and their planes, and you're trying to protect them. Like people actually made it a game where, where that one I'm scene. trying to protect my guy. Yeah, there's that one scene right? in Shadowkeep. There's not one bunch of dudes. They don't have to be other guardians. There's not one bunch of dudes coming with me for any kind of battle, some strike, or whatever else. Like, there just isn't. Like, and how does that part is completely left away, but it was okay to do it 10 years ago, but we can't do it now. Like, as something to actually connect with, right. with the player. Like, for me, in my mind, and I'm sorry, this, this is coming up multiple times, why isn't there just a level where it comes up on the on the map that says, you know, fallen attack on the city or cabal attack on the city, right? And it's like a, it's like a, it's like an event, right? But it's on the world map. It's right. on the world map and it goes it just picks the city. And you pick the city and you go to like a map on the ground near the city and there's a battle. And you have to, and depending if you win or not, okay? The city does damage, or the shops don't work, or or something, something, some kind of effect on you, you personally. Yeah. Just something, right? They have all these, they have all these side maps, bro. What about the EAZ? They have all these side maps that they do that they can use as like a base plate of where the battle happens. How about a little area where you're supposed to save humans from the city? How about like you have ten minutes to save as many humans as you can, and the more humans you save, you're rewarded, right? And it's a, either it's a three-team fire team because it's a small battle, or it's a six-team battle because it's a large battle, right? And and guys, actually, there's specific guys. The, the scripts are all there. We all know we've seen scripts before. The scripts are there where certain enemies come out and they target the humans. Other ones target you, and you guys have to figure out which guys are targeting what. And you have to rescue the human guys out of there. And they're NPCs and they run away. Something, just something to keep you kind of busy, to make it make it like you're connected with the game. All you feel now is a broken game loop looking for items for the sake of items that are not used specifically for anything other than PvP. That's it. So in the downtime, it's PvP time. When the, when the actual is a drop on some kind of a content, then people are involved in the story. This this is the kind of balance I I just I, it bothers me that they know they they can do it. We've seen them do it small pieces at a time. We know they can do it. But they just don't. They right. Well, they don't have to because, um, right? Because they they, they have they people. Don't have to. They have people paying cosmetics, you know. And why why make new content when they can make a ten dollar? I I still skin? I still want confirmation on how much they made so far. I, I still want confirmation. I, I'm gonna say they made the three hundred million. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. They're, it'll just, never come out until an actual annual call. The extra, actual thing comes out, but it's a private yeah, company, so yeah, no, you, they don't. You need won't to, see it. But I just want confirmation of a ballpark. I don't need a specific number. Well, just a when, ballpark. When you see one of the developers driving around in a Lamborghini or Maserati or something, right. then, then you know, right? right. Um, what, my problem with Destiny is, though, like Dupla said it earlier in, in chat, right? Like the armor pieces that, that, that look cool, that you can't use it because it doesn't have that mod slot. So it's like, get this, right? So I'm going to make 10 pieces of armor to throw in the game, 
But then when this new season comes out, I'm going to make one piece of armor that has the one mod on there that needs that. So when you do the event that we're giving you right now, you have to wear that thing. So if you want the new gear, you got to wear this thing, not the rest of the stuff. You can't buy that armor, like mod slot to put in, right? It, it, it boggles my mind. It's like, hey, yeah, you can play the whole game. You can play the whole game, but you have to wear this armor. You can play the whole game, but you have to get the pinnacle weapons. You can play the whole game, but you got to go to the raid. It's like, it's like the whole game's open, but it's here. It's like, I don't understand that in any way, shape, or form. In any way, shape, or form, I don't understand that. And everyone's like, well, if you don't, if you don't like it, get good, bro. Get good. What do you mean, get good? I, can, I literally am going to 960, and I'm not even trying. I'm not even trying. I, I got a blue weapon. I'm like a 957 right now. Yeah, level. Listen, it, it, it doesn't even have to be discussed anymore. the The leveling system is broke. Oh, okay, it's so the game, broke. The, the game loops are broke. It's the 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 reasons for playing are the the enamoration you have for the characters and you want to be involved in that universe. And I understand why people want to keep playing. I get it. But as far as a a a game that has that has like a meaning to it, like like you you want to get engrossed in the lore and what goes on. They only give you a crumb over a period of like six months. Right. You never get the cookie. And if God forbid you get the cookie, right? You're waiting for the sandwich and you will never ever see the sandwich. <clears throat> okay. It I, I just don't understand with a game of this scope, of uh, the epicness of this kind of game, where they're they are the first of their kind to do this in this kind of format, that they don't seem like they have the plan. It's basically Every six months, we're changing a core feature in the game, which means they don't believe in the core features of the game. Right, they change all the and time. So, and so you're changing it constantly. So you don't have a a, a foundation that you're satisfied with right. that we can now branch off. Yep. We are constantly in flux. So that says to me that they really didn't know which direction to go. It's pretty as hell, and the gun mechanics are awesome, and everybody can put that box of cereal and... right back on top of the box. <laughs> That's right. Because we don't need to talk about that anymore. Right. You need to have the other things right. for this type of game. Right. And the only way I see Stripper that they will change, that they will change the the flow of the content of what they're doing, like the the actual ideas of what they want to do, is if they have actual competition. Right. Like an actual competition for a game that you have to play a lot in order to stay to stay concurrent. All right. That is the only way, because if I don't have to make the content because it's not hurting us, then why would you? Right. She is a stripper girlfriend, Gator. Stripper girlfriend. OK. Destiny. Stripper girlfriend has all the looks, but doesn't have the substance. Right. Brain, if you if you don't think if you don't think that the stripper girlfriend thing that we came up with when Destiny first came out, if you don't think that that's dead on balls accurate to describe this fucking game, there there is no other description besides stripper girl. It's, it's exactly right, Brain. She just this wants your, exactly what it she is. She just wants your money, right? You bring you bring home a stripper to your mom, right? And you, you sit down for dinner, and your I mean, mom you never I, bring a stripper home to your mom. But no, I understand. I understand that. But you do, okay. right? You bring you bring the stripper, and your mom looks across the table and looks at her and goes, "Well, she's good looking." But man, is she fucking dumb as toast, right? Like she's got no substance. She just looks really good, and everyone knows you're just having a, bla a a grand old time. But deep down, dad takes you over to the side and goes, "She's only here for your money, right?" And that's what the Eververse story is. Well, that's what the Eververse story is. Destiny stripper girlfriend is only to get the greens in your pocket. It's not about what 
it's not about the game anymore. It's all about the greens in your pocket and that and what she got good looking this week. Hey, look, I got a new I got a new lace bra over here. Woo! Let me get that. How much bright dust is that? And how much silver is that? That's that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Stripper girlfriend. You know what I did? I started doing a game, Sarge. While I'm playing Destiny, anytime the dialogue and the, the, the NPCs start talking about the Vex, like your ghost starts talking about the Vex or Zavala starts talking about the Vex, if you just take the Vex out of it and put Bungie in place of the Vex, it fits perfectly, right? It, the way they talk about the Vex, just next time you play it, and it says the Vex are trying to do this and this and try to change time. Just put Bungie in place of Vex. Everyone in chat, you do that next time. Anytime you hear the Vex, the Vex are doing this, just put Bungie in that place. And it makes everything so much, it makes so much more sense uh, for, for, for that. All right, so let's move on. Let's move on to actually what we've been playing. So I, I started playing Red Dead Redemption a little bit. Uh, the, the new Moonshiner update. Uh, I absolutely love. I absolutely love. I think it's. I think it's fantastic. Um, they have now. Get this. It's forty-five or thirty-five gold bars, which is thirty-five dollars or something like that, right? But if you play the game, you you make it in the game. And I've never purchased anything for microtransactions in the game, so I've made enough money. I like. I had like 70, 70 gold bars, right, from just playing the game, and. It was 35 gold bars, and you get a moonshine. You get this house. It's like an instance, right? So you, you can start expanding. You add a bar to it. You add, like, a band area for it. You can upgrade your um, your moonshine maker. Uh, you can get ingredients that you can do. There's these missions. So if you don't want to pay for the mash, like, the mash is $50. But if you do three bootleg missions, every time you do a bootleg mission, it brings it down. If you do three bootleg missions, it's free mash. So you get the, the supplies for free. Then you go out, and there's these like, cool little missions and story missions. There is more content in this free, free, which is zero cups of coffee content, okay? Free content, and I'm having a blast with it. Not because it's free, because it's actual content. And it didn't take me six hours to get to. I literally loaded in, went to a guy, bought the Moonshiners, and instantaneously... There was a mission for me to go unlock this 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 shack. You get to pick which shack, and then as soon as you get there, the girl that's inside is giving you missions right off the bat. She's got like three of them. There's like a story mission. There's the the uh, just a mission to get mash, like to get supplies, and then there's just a, a, an extra like shop and stuff. You can upgrade stuff. It's fantastic. I'm like, this is why no one talks about Grand Theft Auto and no one talks about Red Dead Redemption, right, with the content. Because they gave us a $60, 100-plus-hour single-player game that's mind-blowing and fantastic, right? And they're like, here you go. Here's the cherry. The cherry is the online modes, right? There's the heist mode that I want to play so bad in Grand Theft Auto, okay, where you can go rob the casino, right? But you need a, you need a team. They basically made it like a raid, okay? You have to scope the place out. Okay, you have to find out where the security cameras are, how many people are on staff, all this other stuff, and then try to get it and try to escape. Okay, and there's multiple things you can do to get out of there if the shit hits the fan. This is great. This is fantastic. But no one talks about it because why? It's six years old. It's six years old, and they're still giving free content out, which is amazing. Red Dead's already a year old, and they're still giving free content out. I, Rockstar, look, the difference between Rockstar and Bungie right now is that. Yes, there's both microtransactions in the stores. Yes, you can earn the stuff in the actual game and 
kind of earn it in the game of Destiny, right? But it doesn't shove it down your throat in Grand Theft Auto. They give you substance, and then if you don't want to play the game, then you can buy with gold bars, which buying actual stuff. With Destiny, you're, you're paying, not paying for a free game, and then paying for an upgrade, and then going through and then grinding because you can't, <clears throat> none of the stuff in the game actually fucking matters. And then you go get the Eververse store, and that's just it. You're basically, it's like The Sims. It's like Second Life. You're just buying cosmetic stuff now. Yeah, Destiny just needs to embrace the stuff that they have. Rockstar's doing it with, right. with, They just need to embrace the, the, the mechanics in the game and just make them more streamlined and stop convoluting all the nonsense. Just just let it be. Let, let people farm armor. Let people try to get, like, a, a, a hand cannon build or a, a rocket launcher build. Let, let them farm for those kind of things. Right. Let it let it, let people be able to decide what kind of guardian they want to do. Like, see, I think that should be an actual goal. See, I think that there there should be some templates that there that there is, and then when you reach a certain combination of armor and the weapons, like it, it labels you as like you know heavy trooper or assassin or something else, and it gives you like a little bit of bonus to like that weapon or that something. So then you, then you're you're spec'd out. So when you go into a raid with a group of guys, like you've got this sniper dude with you, you got this guy with you, you got the ad clearing bro, you know, like people are like they they have spec'd out to do the job in the raid. You know what I mean? Right. Like everybody can do something in the raid and yeah, you can bring the you can bring the right kind of weapons, but let people farm the armor and specific exotics that they 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 pick their role. So, right? right? That's that's what I'm talking about. Like let people farm the actual game for the reasons of playing it. So, not not just to just I'm, I'm well I'm playing 6 hours of Destiny because I want to get some stuff but I don't really get anything meaningful and it doesn't really matter. So I guess I'll see you next Tuesday when I get triple triple or quadruple right. experience to raise some levels for my season pass. So like it it's not it's not in th it, it doesn't in you're not involved. It, you're just kind of doing you're stuff. Just, you're it's just not, you're, you're pulling the slot machine handle and just watching the yeah, things hit, it, right? But everything they have is there. It's it, the, everything in Destiny is there. All the things that are possible that we know right now that we've talked about for four years, the mechanics are already in the game. They just don't put them in the order. They just don't. So in Rockstar, when you do the collector, right? There's a there's a collector path that you go up to 15 levels, and you unlock stuff along the way. And in that path, it unlocks things that help you in that class, right? So you find this thing where it helps you find gold. Uh, you get a shovel unlocked, you get binocular unlocked to see things from certain distances. Sure. <clears throat> the hunter class, the bounty hunter class, you get a cart where you can go, um, like, take prisoners, right? Like an actual cart where they can't escape. You get a better lasso, but you play the game to unlock these things and cosmetics and all this other stuff, right? And they're doing it just perfectly. Now for the Moonshiner stuff, there's, like, different recipes you can unlock, to get better rewards because if you get better recipe, you get better flavors and you get better flavors, you get better clients, you get better clients, you get more money. There's like this layer of stuff that you can do in the game. And on <clears throat> on top of that, you have, you have the battle pass that they have, which unlocks more stuff. And the difference between this is once you unlock it, you have to go find it in the game, right? So you unlock a new hat. You have to go to the store and purchase that hat. You unlock a new gun. You have to go to the gun store and buy that new gun. If you get, that's what I like about what Red Dead is doing. There's there's a grind there. Red Dead is a better MMO, okay, than some MMOs, and it's not an MMO, okay, 
and it's way better than Fallout 76, okay, as far as an online game where you can constantly do quests and meet other people and, and, and gangs and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm really enjoying Red Dead Redemption, right? Another game I just started playing today, it's free right now on Xbox Live for gold members, is Jurassic Park Evolution, right? Jurassic Park Evolution, it's a, uh, you know, sim, sim build of a park, like you're, you're running Jurassic Park. Pretty cool, pretty and, simple. And you, still, and you still haven't learned that the dinosaurs are going to eat people? You still haven't learned that? Oh, no, no, no. You had to actually let them go. Like, it was part of the thing to open the gate and let them escape to go see what your staff was going to do as far as the tranquilizers so they, they can practice, right? So it's actually pretty neat. You actually go find DNA. You send your, your, you send your expedition crew to go find the DNA. Some DNA you find and sell back. Other DNA you use to create a better dinosaur uh, geome. Right. Um, it's actually pretty cool. I played for about three hours and I was having a blast with it. I actually I think I'm going to play it again tomorrow morning, um, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I like those sim type games like like, you know, uh, what was the other one? Um, city, city, uh, what's that? city skylines, city skylines. And then there's park, uh, park tycoon. And then there's um, planet coaster planet coaster all these type of games planet coaster is just it's so detailed that's that's, that's so, an amazing there's the a new one planet, on zoo. planet coaster planet zoo's out you can play with that yeah i'm not, not really big into the zoo but the, that's what that's what jurassic park is it's the zoo game but for dinosaurs, with dinosaurs. Yeah. um but it's pretty neat it's got lots of in-depth upgrading a lot of different things um i put this fence down on the perimeter up to the edge of the map right and i was like i was like oh i wonder if that's good, right? I was I was thinking. So then I put a meat eater. I created a meat eater. I, I I made a whole new section, blocked it off up until the to the map where I couldn't build anymore. And then as soon as I popped him in, he was in there for like a minute and a half. And all of a sudden, this thing popped above his head, and he said threat level. And I was like, what's happening? He fucking bolted all the way to the end of the map, and then walked around the fence. And I was like, oh my god! And it was all covered in trees, so I lost sight of him. And I couldn't get him. I didn't know where he was going. So then I just grabbed the I just grabbed the tool and went and just started making a fence line across everything else to block him in. And I captured him inside as he's about to go around the other fence to come into the park and start eating people. I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. So I had to barricade him off. Then I had to fly a helicopter, and you get to control the rangers. You can control the helicopter ranger, and you can control the car ranger. So you're just like riding across in like third person. Um, and it's badass. And you go to first person mood, and then you have to shoot the the dinosaur with the with the gun from the helicopter, or you can shoot them to like medicate them on the ground with the with the jeep. It's actually pretty fun. I was like I was like oh my god, this guy almost escaped. So then you have to make these bunkers for for the people in the park. So if, if a dinosaur escapes, you hit the buzzard, it opens up the gates, and everyone runs into a shelter across the map. So I have like three of them across the, the my park. And everyone runs into a bunker and it closes, it locks down, so the dinosaurs can't eat them and kill them. It's it's actually pretty fun. I, <laughs> so I'm having a blast messing around with stuff. I wanted to play sandbox, but it wouldn't let me. It said I had to play campaign first to unlock the sandbox. And I was like, all right. So it was like a tutorial, I guess, type of thing. Um, Jeff Goldblum is full voice. Every actually everything's voice acted. There's a whole bunch of different characters. There's like 44 different characters that you can talk to and have voices. Jeff Goldblum is like your advisor, uh, whatever I forget what the doctor's name is. But uh, is, that, is that where he went to go work right after he did the Apartments.com commercials? I guess. I, I guess. 
but it's actually a, it's actually a pretty good game and they have updates and this is why they're putting out for free there's like expansions that came out and they they cost anywhere between i think 15 and 20 dollars for the expansions for dlc so if you like that then you can get the dlc for for money because you got the game for free right so so that's the, that's the games i'm playing is there a game that you've been playing recently no, the only new things I tried out was I tried Phone Destroyer South Park Mobile. Oh, how, I tried was, that. how was that? That was uh, <clears throat> that was recommended by someone um, in chat, wasn't it? Yeah, I went on. I went. And I picked it up right after the guy talked about it. So it's it's kind of like um, what what what's the uh, Castle Clash? Remember Castle Clash, the Clash of Clans game, yep. where you pick cards and they have a special it's a special character, right? And then you you have a, you have your castle main and then you have the two side castles and the idea is to get three towers down, right? That's the game. And it's live with somebody else. Right. So this one has a story mode where you're walking through South Park, and it's kind of like the same thing. You, as long as you keep having, as long as you have enough power to put the card down, you put the card down, right? But each guy only does a certain amount of damage. Some guy has a certain amount of health, and you're doing through a story mission, and you learn to play the game through the story missions. Like you learn what each guy does from playing the story, and then the PvP version is you playing live, and you're doing the same thing as you would in, in Castle Clash. As same exact thing, except that uh, the the bonuses you get from the guys are different in the single player than they are in the PvP version. Right. So initially, it's 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 smooth learning. It's a smooth learning curve. You understand kind of like how it goes. It's pretty easy, and then you start to realize what it takes to actually upgrade your characters, and that's where the drop the money in comes in. Mm. Like if you they give you enough packs to play, and there's enough there's enough nostalgia and and if you love South Park, you like to play the game. But as far as upgrading your cards enough to where you can actually, like, how do I explain it? Like, each each group of levels, like, for maybe, like, from 1 to 5 and 6 to 10, like, that kind of thing, where there's so many cards to collect within those levels, right? Okay. And the more you play those levels over and over again, the harder the enemies get. But if your guys are not leveled up enough, you won't be able to complete that group of levels so that they the try so then to the max so can you buy levels it's not it's not about buying levels it's the the way that you level up a card is the card has a value on it and you have to you have to find that card that many times so maybe it has like a five or ten on it do you have energy so i, so I have to i have to find the energy is what you use in the battles right like your energy after, goes so, up after a certain amount of energy you can't play anymore no, 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 not, it's not, it's real time. It's okay, not okay. turn-based. It's not turn-based. So it, it, let's say the card value is like maybe like 10. So I have to find that card 10 times. And once I find the card 10 times, then I can level the card up. Okay. Right? You can upgrade the cards to a certain point. They attack better. They get and better need, health. And you need more cards like, to upgrade it even higher. Right. Gotcha. So what ends up happening is you find out that you can't completely clear a group of levels because your cards are not high enough. Okay, so then... Like, like I got my cards up to, like, level 2. Maybe one card's, like, level 3. But, like, all the enemies you're fighting are, like, level 4, level 5. So then so then, what is the what is the catch? What is the... The, the catch is you will, you, will, you will get to a point where you realize that it, it's, it's, it's long, but you'll get to the point where you can't get high enough to, to, to complete a series of levels unless you buy extra cards. Okay, but if I don't want to buy extra cards, how then long will, it, how long is the grind then to get that extra? Weeks. 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 Okay. weeks. So they, they make it long enough to play. To get yourself hooked. To, to get, get yourself hooked. To get hooked. And you're invested. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. well, I made it this far. I might as well I might as well spend five bucks. Right. And then there's there's common cards. There's, there's uncommons. There's rares. 
right? That, that kind of thing. And they all have like little voices, so they all say shit when they when you put the cards down. It, it's it is humorous, but they have they have the they have the bell curve really good to where you're invested for at least a good couple weeks before the slowdown actually happens. Okay. And then you start to realize that there's no way I can actually clear this level unless I throw some money at it. Right, unless you come in every day and like log in, collect your things, or, or whatever <laughs> so you have to couple, do. A couple of the good bonuses I will tell you are this. Like, you know how like those mobile games where they say you get your free pack or your free power up every four hours, yeah. right? And if you don't, if you don't click on it, then you don't get it. Right. You know what I mean? So this one, every four hours, a pack is added. So like automatically. If I wait, like, like so, if I waited like sixteen hours, I would have like, like packs. four four packs to right. open up, you know that that kind of thing. So they kind of stack for you, so it gives you a reason when to go back, right. as opposed to because if you log in, you to open right. it, force you to right. open it in order for the other one to activate. Right. If you come like in, that kind of you'll have it. And you're like, oh, I'll sit I mean, here and it's, play. For I mean, it's fun. I mean, it, it's fun. It is, but you can't tell really. Let's put. Let's be honest. You can't really tell if I'm playing a computer or somebody actually on the, on the other end. Oh, are you? Oh, you know what I mean. It's a PvP. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. All PvP? Can't. No, there's a single player. Okay. And then there's the PvP sections. Oh, uh, you you can't tell. Well, but that's what I'm saying. You can't really tell that you're playing against a human or not. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It doesn't matter. That's what I. That's why I don't really like that kind of thing because you 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 can't prove it. Like I'm actually playing against somebody else. Yeah. Because when you play against those guys, you'll notice that all of a sudden, like you'll win a few times, and then someone just kicks your ass over and over again, and they keep using like a specific guy. Right. And like, where do I get that guy from? And then you start looking and you start looking in the store for like that right. card. Yeah, yeah, de like, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got you. Know uh, besides that one, I, I, I went on game, not game pass. I went to gold. I went through all the library of games. I, I find a couple of things here and there. Uh, I, I loaded up Fallout 4 again just because I wanted to like a Fallout game because everything that comes in the news right now is just a giant dumpster fire on Fallout 76. So yeah. I, I loaded Fallout 4 and I loaded up some crazy mods and I sort of just started playing around with it. And I'm going, and, and as I'm playing the mods in the game, I'm like, you know what? This is why Bethesda is so fucked up. This is why. Because they don't like the fact that there's an entire community of people. Right, you're still playing the game playing and they're making no money off of them. With their mods and they, making the game fun and just want to play the game and they make no money off that. Yep. That's why they're so fucked up right now. Well, and this goes into the next story, right? So I said this a while ago. I said that they that they uh, well, they charge thirteen dollars a month, a hundred dollars a year, to have a private server, okay? And now they have the single player coming out, the winter update, whatever the I forget what the, the winter not wastelanders. Winter. Wastelanders doesn't come out until next year. Wastelanders, that's what it was, right? Yeah, February. Yeah. Okay, but it was supposed to come out when they introduced the actual private servers it was supposed to come out when the private servers were coming out but sure, the private sure. servers weren't supposed to come out till february and they reversed them so now if you're paying a hundred dollars you get a private server so you're literally playing and this is how they bethesda did it right because you're playing fallout 4 for free right single right. player game and they can't make any money off of you right they made a multiplayer game and had people invested but they know that people are toxic and they don't want to play with other people so then they made private servers that you pay a hundred dollars a year to make it a single player game right so then the charging you basically to play single player you're charging you 13 dollars a month to have your own private server to play your right. own single player game which yeah. when the wastelanders comes out yes there'll be npcs in the game but if you don't want anyone else in your game 
you will pay the $13 a month to play the single player experience of yeah, Fallout just, 76, right? It just sounds it just it just sounds retarded. It's even when you even, even, even when you even when you say it it sounds retarded. Yeah. Anybody who's paying you're paying a monthly fee to play a single player game where everybody else on the planet is paying for a multiplayer MMO or something. You're playing right. a subscription. Right. Like, I'm, I'm giving you money monthly right. to play by myself. Does think that make sense? Think about. I mean, how 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 mentally incapacitated or how brainwashed can you be where you're like, this is a great idea. Uh, you know what? Let me get one of my other cards I just got in the mail for Christmas. I'm going to attach it to attach it to Bethesda, and that'll be my credit card just for Bethesda. And this way, I can I don't have to worry about paying any every month. I'm like, I don't I, I don't get it, man. I'm I don't baffled. get it. I, I'm absolutely baffled by it. Anyway, get it. So right now, there's a new cheap, new cheap program helping some Fallout 76 players duplicate their items and add massive new objects to the game, Bro. like airships and even non-player characters. Okay. Well, I started laughing hysterically. So, so, they put they put the fucking the Brotherhood of Steel Predwin in the middle of the map. Right. They just put the Predwin there. Well, the, Duplis, it doesn't hackers, it doesn't matter. Amazing. It doesn't matter if it's Bethesda or not. Bethesda is Zenimax and Zenimax is Bethesda. Finkel is Einhorn and Einhorn is Finkel. Okay. So last week, December 14th, Fallout 76, okay, went free to play for the weekend. Okay, so when it went free to play, okay, cheaters came in because they get to play the game for free. And when they got in there, they <laughs> went crazy. <laughs> they started taking mods and things from Fallout 4 and implementing it into the game. So people were playing the, the the online section, and they were seeing the fucking Brotherhood of Steel blimp up in the sky, okay? And everyone's like, how how is that? Like, there's been people trying to make that up in the sky, like an airbase, but these people literally brought it in. Four days of this, okay? And, and Bethesda's like, how does everyone know our code better than us? I don't get it. I just can't fix it. I'm just completely lost. Right? <laughs> Thanks for that, Mike. What, what, but think about that. Think about that. They were they, the, the hackers are so fun? good. The hackers are so good. They actually had level five. Not level five, like level eight or nine star weapons that are like impossible. It's like impossible things to get in the game. And they're just walking around in packs with these uber weapons, just nuking everything. And I'm like... How how can you actually say that this is an actually working game? Right. How? How do you how does it how does that work? Here, like, a... How do you how do you how do you live with yourself? You get up in the morning, I've made a game, but the hackers can just run amok across so, our entire map doing whatever they want. I'm like, does this make any sense so, to anybody? Well get this, right? It, it it's taken them a year and over a year to get NPCs in the game, right? These hackers were there for literally six hours, and they put some NPCs right. And in. they put NPCs that actually yeah. were like your companions that could run yeah. around and, and and protect and yeah. kill yeah. and do everything. They, they couldn't. They couldn't come with you, but they could defend your camp. Right, they could defend your camp. Yeah. Right. I just, I just find it effing hilarious that Bethesda, the people that code for Bethesda, know less than the people modding their game. Yeah, it's true. Like, listen, the, the mods I'm playing on fallout 4 make the game so more so so much more interesting like uh, the, there's a thing called sim settlements it makes like sim city right yeah, yeah. you know how before like you know, I, I don't want to build another fucking house and put this guy's bed there like i don't care like they're always complaining they're always Someone getting attacked a mod where it automatically right? does it itself so you just you just put the plot down you say I, i'm gonna put the plot down here i'm gonna put this plot down here and you leave right then you come back and there's some guys they're over there they're building their own house. They don't have to. 
You don't got to do nothing. Right, Bethes Bethesda didn't put that in the nothing. game. Right, Bethesda like, didn't put that in the game. Like, how, is, how does Bethesda not do this kind of thing? Like, it, it's, it just seems to me it's that the, 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 the effort put forth into Fallout 76 is so bare minimum. It must be, it must be like some third-party section of Bethesda Studios that's actually working on the game. Everybody else has got to be working on the other other tight other IP. It has to be. Because you you can't tell me, you can't tell me that this is the state of a game one year out. You can't tell me that from if, a triple A studio. If I if I owned a company and and I had diehard super fans that love the game so much and was modding it, I would ask them to build whatever. <laughs> Go crazy. And then I'd be like, hey, that's an awesome thing. Can I can I hire you for or can I buy that off of you? Right? And then give them the money. Now I know that the creation club is 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 what that is, but I'm literally telling like they're better coders than the people we've hired. So I could literally myself, I could be thir thirty blesda, thir blesda, okay? And I own nothing. I do nothing. I make a game and everyone else that's a fan of it, okay, mods it. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to pay you for that. Great. They can just build itself. Because I don't know what the what the fans want, but the fans know what they want, and they're putting it in the game, and Bethesda's like, I'm going to sue you, right? You can't do that. I'm going to knock you down. And they're like, we're we're just helping. We're just we're just having fun with your game. Nope. i got to make money off of you, right? It's like, but your game's broke. You're like, you don't know how it, to fix just, it. It's so sad. Dude. There was a room a year ago. January, the, yeah, or the December, cheat room, yeah. the cheat room where the, where the developers put their thing. Here we are, twelve months later. It's back in the game. It's back in the game. Someone hacked it and is back in the game. Literally, almost to the day, one year later. I, I think it's. I think it's done on purpose. I think it's a, it's a joke between the hackers. I think they do it on purpose. I, I, it's, I, it's I, I, I applaud. I listen. I applaud their efforts. Okay, to to show how how ridiculous the code is, and to show how ridiculous how easy it is to manipulate uh, Bethesda's engine. Uh, for the most part, they 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 want to do good things with it. Like they want to improve the game. But how do you have a online? I got some footage showing right now. To, how do you have show. an online subscription service, but you don't have a test server? Like you just release shit. That is the it, test it, server. Like, the thing that right, you paid for is right, the test server. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, it it it's just it's sad. The it's sad. dollars a month is the test server. I don't I don't like the fact that this is an actual I don't I don't like the fact that this is an actual standard of business now. Like this is how it is. Like if this was done back when the heyday of games was coming out, this company would be done. Like you'd be done. Like there would there would be no Bethesda. You you just there would be another studio taking over. Like somebody would have swallowed them whole and divided up their people and went someplace else. But for some reason this is this is standard operating procedure. Uh, a year out, your game's still broke, and and you're charging money for it. And I'm just, I'm just uh, think what? think about the re think about the research involved though. They they know they know that they're still making money. Of course, right? right? They know they're still making money. And that's why they don't care. I guarantee you that Bethesda monthly, monthly, okay, is off off the Adam Adam shop or okay, the Adam shop, and now with the monthly payment. I guarantee you they're making like thirty million dollars a month. A month. It's but but that's what but that's what makes it so fucked up. See, gamers gamers as a whole 
if you just say no, and I don't mean this to be like an anti-drug reference, but if you just said no, go fuck yourself, they'd shut down. It's over. And they'd have to they'd have to actually do something else. Like it's broke, you're what? dumb, get a new game going. What like it... but but you, but the gamers, the, the the gamers that just don't get it, they just love throwing money at stuff. They are funding the stupidity, and so this shit will go on forever. Stupid is as stupid does. Stupid I, is as stupid does. Let's take some advice from Forrest Gump, okay? okay it, stupid to, is to me, as stupid to me, does. To me, we are prolonging our own deaths by allowing games that are broke like this to continue going on living because you think on some level that they're fun. Like, it's a, it's a... It's there, basically a vacuum cleaner. It's a shit house with a vacuum cleaner in it. There's, and you're throwing money at it. There's so many good games out there that no one gives a chance to. And yet there's so many shitty games and everyone's throwing money at them. Right? Anthem. Fallout 76. It's like it's like Star Citizen. It's like, as long as your game looks pretty, and Fallout 76 doesn't even look pretty, okay, compared right. to the other ones. Okay? And people are still throwing money. They're like, yeah, man. I love it. I love it. I just love it. I just love it. So uh, I have an idea for you. I have a I have a pitch. I'm gonna give you a bag of shit every month. Will you give me ten dollars? It's a it's a yeah, but, it's a, it's yeah, a subscription gonna, model of ten dollars. Yeah, we're gonna send it to you. We're gonna send you a new bag of shit new each bag of month. Shit every, and there's gonna be different different flavors in there because I'm gonna eat different things. Yeah. So yeah. it's different every time. Some shit's got little rubber bands on yeah. them. Yeah, whatever. Shit's got pencil in it. Right. Ten you bucks know. a month. It's a shit subscription. Right. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for a shit fucking subscription. It's it's you have you have to you <laughs> only have two to cups of coffee, it. bag of shit. If you look at it from a consumer standpoint of view, it's almost like the the company is directly spitting in your face, right? And you're like, yeah, that's great. I'll take some more of that. Like, how how do you not understand that this is a joke? This is a joke that you're actually giving money to, and you you are funding a broken game. Speaking speaking of this, right? This is like this is a pitch meeting, right? They're in Bethesda. They're in a be- they're in a meeting, and they're like, hey guys, thanks for coming in. Uh, take a seat. We're going to be talking about the new content that we're putting into uh, into Fallout 76. Uh, last week, we we charged him for stuff um, that should have been in the game before. Yep. Um, now we're charging him $13 a month to play single player. Anybody have really good ideas? Um, yes, Ted. Uh, yeah, I have an idea about actually putting armor in the game that is free. Ted, get the fuck out. <laughs> What kind of what do you what do you think this is? We're not giving shit out for free. I have a better idea. What if we put a a, a bug in the game that deteriorates their armor, faster. okay, faster and breaks it, and they have to get new armor and they got to pay ten bucks a month on top of the thirteen bucks a month on top of right. the atoms. Steve, that's a great idea, Steve. Ted, you're fucking fired, Steve. You're, you're promoted. You're promoted. That's promoted. it. <laughs> fucking, it's absolutely crazy. And they're like, hey. What are we doing here, guys? Fucking Activision's charging for kill death ratio over here. You yeah, guys, that, you guys. Does, it, does anybody else? Does anybody else not see right? the the, the so ridiculousness so that you guys are giving them money for for KD watch? Yeah, we're, 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 we're switching. We're switching topics, right? We're going from Fallout. We're going from Fallout to fucking. I can't even. I can't even believe. That there are human beings with wallets that are this dumb that you are paying for a KD watch. <laughs> I, I can't I can't even begin to express how I wish that you are hit with a plague. I, I can't. I can't. I, can, I can only protect you for, for so long. And, and then I have to make fun of you. Right. Modern warfare is charging 
to show how many times we've died in a match. Now, here's their justification for this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> okay. This is this is this is their justification. Ready, Sarge? Are you ready, chat? Well, oh, go ahead. People were getting upset because yeah, I suck at the game. And right. when I hit the back button, it shows my kill death ratio and my motivation and my self-esteem is hurt because yeah. I'm the bottom of the list and yeah. I only have two kills. So someone else on the list messages me and says, get good, asshole. Right? right. Like bring you're, it, you're bringing us down. You're bringing us down. Yeah. Right. So someone that's that's that's, that's negative. That's so, toxic. So they got rid of it. They got rid of it. Right. And now people can't see their kill death ratio during the match. During nobody the match. Can, nobody can consult anybody. So you can look at it after the match, right? Yeah, sure. But not during the match. So if the people want to give you hate mail, they have to wait till after the match, check the board, then message you. They can't just give you a quick message like, hey, fucker, get, get to the actual control point, right? Why don't, you, why don't you play the objective, dickhead, right? They can't get these troll messages in there until after the game. So they got rid of it. Now, Activision's like, hey, we see the bullying going on. We got you. We got we we took Steve from or Ted from Bethesda. We we hired him over here at Activision. Okay, Ted learned his lesson because he got fired from Activ from Bethesda giving stupid ideas over here. So he came over here and gave us a great one. What about if you get rid of the kill death ratio, and then you charge twenty dollars to put a watch on the guy's hand so you can look at your kill death ratio instead of just hitting the back button and having a thing pop up? Right. Think 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 <laughs> about that, Gator. I appreciate it, but we don't we don't do clapping here anymore. We no no we, we, no clapping is no we, good, we, we bro. We do this. We this do this. Do, we, we do the jerk this is, off. This is, this is how we clap. Yeah, this is this, this is how we clap. That's how we clap now. We don't want to. Uh, yeah, some, we don't want to offend anybody. Some people have uh, uh, ear problems. They get self aware. And anxiety. So you get anxiety. Yeah. yeah. So you got to go. Ah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, you got That's what we do. This is this is how we clap here now. That's right. But okay. listen, if you guys, please, for the love of God. Please read some more books, guys. Watch some, you know, even do books on tape. Like whatever it takes to like raise your raise your education a little bit on consumers on consumerism. Just just a little bit. Stop falling for this bullshit. And that's what it is. It's just complete and utter bullshit. And you guys eat it up like it's some kind of bonus. Like you think you have to give them twenty dollars in order to go back to I what the know standard. How many, I gotta know how many deaths I, just, I have, Sarge. I need to know yeah, my but, kill death ratio. But, but, but the fact that that it's actual a manufactured issue, and then they sell you the solution. If that doesn't send off an alarm bell in your head, then for God's sakes, stop playing. Just go do something else. Get a girlfriend. Go do something. Go, but go, stop go giving play, them money. Go play PvP in Destiny. It's great. Stop it's giving great. them money. Here it says the feature comes in form of an an in-game watch called Time to Die. The Time to Die. It's just funny. Watches displays the numbers and kills of death you have in-game and is something you can look down at during the course of a normal match. While most of the watches in the game are purely cosmetic, purely cosmetic. Time to Die allowing players to view a hidden stat seems like a possible advantage. Someone who's having a bad round may decide to play more conservatively rather than continue to rush into the action for example because my kill death ratio bro what's your kill death ratio bro listen the whole point of the kill death ratio is to let people know that you suck 
That's what it is. You, you try harder. Well, no, not do, even that you do, suck. Change, change your, for the, change your style. Do something it's for like, the other people it's, to gloat and say, "I have thirty kills. Feedback. I'm better than it's you." Feedback. Let people know what's going on. Oh man, am I on a run? Am I not on a run? What's going on? Like, it's supposed to be self-motivating, not self-deprecating. I don't, I don't understand how they change everything that happens in a game to be shitty, as opposed to. The reason why people are making fun of you is because you're playing a competitive game and you suck. So people are letting you know that if you want to be on my team, get better or go away. That is like any other thing across the entire planet. You want to play with the people that want to play and get good and be on a good team. I'm sorry that you suck. <laughs> go practice. There it is, it guys. Doesn't mean we have, it doesn't mean we have to get rid of an entire game mechanic because someone's crying in the corner it doesn't make any sense <laughs> time to die there's the watch there's the watch deaths are also important part to kill death ratio which become a community standard for judging performance the idea is if you're getting more kills than deaths in the matches you're automatically a net benefit to your team because even the objective game modes taking a player from the opposing team is useful however not being able to see how many times you've died, at least until your match has ended, makes it difficult to track the metric over the course of the match. Unless you pay $20 for the watch, of course. Infinite, Infinity Ward ha uh, hasn't stated why the stat isn't present, but it's likely to effort a curb of toxicity so players can't be bullied or feel discouraged or performing poorly. This is a strategy that other Activision slash Blizzard games like Overwatch, which doesn't feature a scoreboard at all, and Heroes of the Storm, which shows specifically tailored stats rather than things that likes to kill death. But while those games have other objectives, the primary focus of Modern Warfare Team Deathmatch is nothing but more scoring more kills than the enemy team making Deathmatch a critical stat. Well, here... I have a real quick fix for you, fuck a vision. Okay, what if I hit the back button and it doesn't show me anybody else's kill death ratio, but it just shows me mine for free, <laughs> right? Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine the possibility of instead of hitting the back button, showing the whole team, and I want to know my kill death ratio. I hit the back button, it just shows mine. Holy shit, that's fucking amazing. I swear to God. I'm so angry. $20 for a fucking kill death ratio watch. Come on, people. Uh, this this is how you know that the education system just in the fucking toilet. This is how you know, right? But, but what it is, the benefit of this is, is a lot of people are listening and they're figuring out their own business strategies, how to get money yeah, out of people now. Because, is fucking great. Right. Now we have to, now we have to figure out, now we have to figure out how to get more money out of these people even better because, they're throwing twenty dollars at a KD thing on a KD watch, bro. We have got to get these people on our on our list. We have got to get these kids on our list and sell shit to them. <laughs> I'm gonna sell you a if pen. They're gonna throw, if they're gonna throw twenty dollars at a KD watch, what else will they throw up? I'm gonna send, I'm gonna sell you a pen with no ink in it, and then I'm gonna sell you the ink, and it's also <laughs> not gonna have a clicker, and that clicker is gonna be twenty dollars. You can't get the ink or the fucking clicker unless you pay forty dollars for a sixty dollar pen. Sixty dollars for the pen, no ink. Okay, no clicker, DLC, and I'll ship you the ink next month for a season pass. Okay, like it's so ridiculous. How? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. You're a fucking tool and a fucking idiot if you pay twenty dollars for that fucking watch. Okay, if you pay twenty dollars for that watch and you're like, well, I paid for it. You're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. Okay, because that is so stupid. Okay. If you're a person that gets offended and your self-esteem is down because you know you suck, 
right? You know you suck, so you're going to play a competitive game and be dead last in the thing. Either get better by playing more and get better, or don't hit the back button to look at your fucking kill-death ratio and just play the game to have fun, or... Don't pay for a game that charges you for shit like that because they're cocksuckers. And because they're cocksuckers, it means you're a fuckhead, okay? <laughs> and a fuckhead and a cocksucker means it's a shitty fucking experience, okay? <clears throat> I, I don't I don't see how, how we're supposed to come back from this because things only go, like, in one direction. You don't really make a U-turn when it comes to, like, progression in an industry. It's not like, they're, it's not like all of this is going to stop, right? We're not going to wake up one day and microtransactions are going to go away. Right. This is just going to get worse. It's not going to turn around. It's like this is the direction we're all going in. So the, the more times that you do this. Right. And, and, and the worst part about it is, is now the tactic is they don't release any of these microtransactions until like six months in the game. Right. So you buy the game. It looks cool. It plays cool. And then six months in, all of a sudden, there's this giant mountain of stupidity buys. Right. So the entry price is the game and then they make all this extra money for the stupidity stuff in the back end see my thing is <clears throat> for the microtransactions is why do you guys think it's okay to pay an additional 30 or 40 dollars a year on top of the game you already paid for but you wouldn't pay an extra five dollars or ten dollars more for the actual video game so a video game before would cost you 50 or 60 bucks. Now it's going to cost you 70. And you're like, fuck that, James. I'm not going to fucking buy that. I don't want to pay $70. And I'm not paying $70 for that fucking game. That's ridiculous. But you'll buy it for 60 and you'll throw 60 more dollars at it every year for the next three years. So you're actually paying like a, almost $300 or $280 for a, for a game. It doesn't make any sense. I, I guarantee you. It doesn't make sense. I guarantee <clears throat> you Activision will do this at one point or another. They will charge $20 for an, a larger clip, right? Like, you can hold 30 bullets, but now you can hold 60 bullets. Oh, that's pay to win, bro. But here's that, the that, best part. That's pay to win. Here's the best part. No one lives that's that No one lives that long <laughs> because they die, right? So you won't ever be able to actually use all the bullets because you'll be dead <laughs> before you get there. So that's exactly what they're going to do. Well, <clears throat> you want to be better and last longer? Buy this. It'll be like five dollars for an extended clip, right? Yeah. And think about yeah. it. That's literally like, uh, like you're gonna be <laughs> dead before you get before you get to use the extra bullets. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to the next story because I'm getting I'm getting hypertension on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm <clears throat> brain hurting right now. Okay. Next story. Up. Next story. This is actually a good one. Ready? Russian company sues Twitch for three billion dollars over with a b is that with a b with a b b yeah with, b. with over illegal soccer streams okay so uh twitch, I, don't, I don't understand is somebody somebody videoing a soccer match twitch, on their phone twitch and then being, just sending it to twitch twitch is being sued by a russian internet company over illegal broadcast of the english premier league okay for soccer the russian company has asked uh asking the live stream service to pay over 180 billion rupee, rubies which is us 2.8 billion dollars and they have the service banned in russia uh, Rambler Group is accusing Twitch of breaching the exclusive broadcasting rights of Premier League games. And with the company's security in 2019, IGN reached out to Twitch to comment, but it did not receive a response. According to the report of the BBC, Twitch and Rambler lawsuit unfounded, speaking with the Russian language news website. Uh, Twitch lawyer uh, Julian 
added that Twitch only providers user with access to the platform are unable to change the content posted by users or track the possible violations. She also said that Twitch did all it could to eliminate the violation despite not receiving any official notifications from Rambler. Our site is against our suit against Twitch is defended or exclusive rights to the broadcast English Premier League matches and will continue to activate combat pirate broadcasting and Rambler head of sports project uh, said a Moscow City court will be hearing the case on December 20th, and until that is temporary suspended English Premier League streams on Twitch. Uh, Russia is reportedly the third largest viewership for Twitch. So what do we what do we think about this? This is uh, well, first of all, I'm call, I call it complete and utter bullshit because Twitch has banned and closed up more channels for other reasons than this. So what you're telling me that they don't know that there's an illegal soccer match being well being sent to their channel? Uh, there are people getting kicked off for all kinds of reasons. Right. This is this is this is an actual legal legality issue and it's completely cool. Right. So basically I I've always said this, right? Being in working in the film industry and I have to follow the rules, right? Like if I go film somewhere, I have to get permits. And if I go into a place, I have to ask permission. And if I film somebody, I have to have them sign a waiver, right? All these things you have to do to actually film someone. Every YouTuber on the fucking planet just walks into wherever they are and they're like, hey, what's going on, people? I'm in the supermarket. Look at this. I'm looking ice cream. Right? They're, they have, like, things they have to, like, blur out. They have to ask permission to be in the fucking store. They're making money off of revenue. They're doing all of this stuff, and they're making money off of these other people. Okay? And nobody signed nothing. Nobody signed anything. They're showing other people's faces, Right? Like, I could be wanted by the FBI. I could be in Publix or something, a supermarket, just minding my own business, and some YouTuber's licking some ice cream to do the, the, the lick challenge or whatever the fuck they do now, okay? And then all of a sudden I walk in the background and someone sees that on YouTube because it goes viral, and they're like, oh, shit, where is that? Oh, dead. And now someone just got <laughs> murdered because he's on the witness protection program because they didn't ask for per fucking permission, right? And I'm being serious. That's the reason... That you have to ask permission. You can't just shoot wherever the fuck you want. Because if I slip and fall and I'm filming something or I'm driving a car. Look at me. I'm driving down the road. I'm just <laughs> reviewing a movie as I'm driving down the road. Look, no hands, mom. Right? I wasn't I wasn't clapping there, guys. I was. It was the, it was the no hands. This is not clapping. Um, and, then, and then crash and die. And everyone's like, well, I'm suing YouTube. They showed me death. And they're like, nope, it's not my fault. Uh, I don't have any revenue. It's not. But I, don't, I don't control what anyone uploads. I just, I just provide the platform. I just right. provide the platform. Right. right. So Twitch is like, oh yeah, sure. We we only provide the platform. Can't show porn. Can't show the Super Bowl. Yeah, Can't show any paper why, other pay per view why, things. Why? Why? So is why? That all of a sudden why would it be okay? Different. Right. Why would? Why, if it's okay to show the Premier Soccer League on Twitch, then right now let's boot up. I'm gonna watch the fucking Mandalorian on Disney Plus, and we're all gonna watch it together. Right. Do you think that would? If I put the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, I guarantee you Twitch would pull me down so fast. Okay, because it's Disney, because it's Disney. But because it's, it's Premier Soccer League and it's not from the states, they're like, well, oh, I don't know. Thirty, because uh, uh, Russian uh, soccer matches are very important for Russian uh, revenue, so we can't have Twitch right. running amok showing our games to everyone. Right? Like you can't, you can't tell th me that not they can't turn it off. Th th that is complete and total nonsense. Think it's about nonsense. It. Russia is the third largest viewership in the world for Twitch. For Twitch. For That's Twitch. why they're so mad. So. So if Russia, if some one oh, guy, so Twitch, so wait, Twitch is basically Russia's fire stick. What, right. Well, think about it. So that's if, what it if, is. If one person's watching the Premier League and they pay the whatever how much it is to get the Premier League, right? They broadcast and 
capture the channel and put it on Twitch. So that guy's making money, right? Because other people are watching it for free it. or they're tipping him or whatever. And Twitch is sitting back going, sweet, look at this money rolling in on, right. on the, the Premier League soccer channel. Oh, right. Well, if no one complains about it, then uh, I, don't see, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see a problem with it. If that's the case, then why is Twitch uh, getting the rights to like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or Mr. Rogers or Bob Ross or anything like that, right? They got the rights to show those for a certain period of time, and actually they paid for the licensing for that. So why would they think it's okay to show the soccer? They're saying, oh, well, you can't, you can't see it. We, we didn't know. We didn't know about it. I, I would love to know the person that was showing it how many viewership they had and how long it was running for. Well, it has to be it has to be obscene numbers because for that to actually have happened, for Russia to want to sue Twitch for two billion dollars, right? A lot, right? Two point eight, two point eight billion dollars, right? And it has to be there for for quite some time, right? Thirty six thousand viewers is that is is that is that what it is? Does it say it on the on this? Uh, it doesn't say it here. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, think about that. That's 36,000 people that potentially could have purchased the Premier League, right? So that's that's revenue. Right. I don't know how much the Premier League costs. Okay. I mean, how much how much does it cost? Anyone over there know how much it costs? I'm not Russian, so I can't really tell Well, you. it's just the Premier League. You can get it anywhere. You just have to pay for it. It's, it's, well, we don't know. We don't there's know this, thing, there's this thing, Sarge, called the Internet where you can actually watch stuff. Yes, but the price is different from country to country. <laughs> right. I don't know. So that's what, it. What we pay for it here is completely different. What so they the, pay for. the question is, do you think that Twitch will actually pay anything? Uh, I believe that if they get the right lawyers, Twitch is going to have to pay some money. Well, they still want they still want uh, to ban them, right? They're they're going they're going through um, they're going through a court tomorrow. All right, and right now they've suspended the English Premier League streams on Twitch, um, and they've also said that. It all depends on how it goes through, but they might just ban ban Twitch out of Russia. And that would be a huge, huge thing. A lot of pissed off Russians. That's a lot of that's a lot of cam girls that won't have a lot of money anymore. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of hang on, hang on. Let me check my list. Let me see how many of them are Russian. <laughs> hang on. That's a good point, bro. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, that that's that's uh that's gonna happen. Let so, me let me go. Hang on, let me next story I want to talk about. Find my list. The Game Awards. The Game Awards. You know <clears throat> what it is? It's a joke. I thought it was a joke. I thought the production value was okay, but the problem is it was a commercial filled in with awards. Yeah, it, look, Jeff Jeff can do a really good job with that show, right? But the problem is, is they're so greedy with the actual selling ad space. They're forcing people off camera to put more ads yeah. on. It, it, it It's basically one giant ad. It doesn't feel like a cohesive thing for, for community to watch out of the game awards. It's like an incidental thing just for straight for advertisement. It's, it's a little sad. They showed, little, it was they showed 45.2 million live streams around the world on 50 platforms. Did you know that? Did you know that was on 50 platforms, Sarge? About four times and four times every I think half hour yeah. they mentioned. Um, so it's up seventy three percent from last year, which was at twenty six point two million. Okay, people tuned in in two thousand eighteen show. Um, so ne next year the numbers were announced in tweet for the Game Awards, and it was also confirmed that the show will return in twenty twenty. No shit, right? No dates were announced yet, presumably back in December of 2020. The Game Awards, which is run by former GameSpot writer Jeff Keighley, I don't know what it is about Jeff. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, right? 
But there's something when I just say his name, Jeff Keeley, I make a fist. And I just want to punch him. I just want to punch the dude. And it, it, I have no jealousy of him or anything. It's just this. He's just every time he talks, he's just like he's always like, yeah, it, yeah, I'm, it, I'm it, a Canadian, yeah. and uh, it's, it's I made like, this award little, show. We're in fifty states. He never looks at the camera. He's always looking he's a little down. douchey. Yeah, he feels he's like douchey. he's a little into himself. You know what I mean? A little douchey. Well, let, let's let's put it this way: if if normal advertisements run a certain pay scale for thirty second spots. What do you think it is if you have a captive audience where you're only watching that channel? What do you think that they charge for commercials on that? You think how I much mean, money? Think how much money million, the company yeah. made. Forty-five. <clears throat> they made a crap ton of money. investment, right? Like that's that's huge. That's like Super Bowl numbers and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's, right. Like Super Bowl numbers is like thirty-six million people. No, that's that's not true. Super Bowl numbers are much higher than that. But you know what I'm saying? It's like a, a really really popular show. Right, like but we're not talking about. Time. Yeah, but you're not really channel surfing. You're, if you're looking at the game awards, you're looking at the game awards. You're right. you're basically it's a captive audience. You're right. watching this for this purpose. So, as many commercials as I saw during that, I can't imagine how much money they raked in for that. I just think the whole. But it's format... not. It's not about the games, though. It wasn't really about the game. It's it's. It was just a bunch of commercials the yeah, whole but, time. But think about the pitch that he can say, right? Like, if you come on my show, you can show your game. Last year we had forty-five point two million. Right. And this is what I feel like Jeff would be right. Like someone's like, well, I don't, I don't want to bring my game on your on your show. What the fuck, man? I had forty five fucking two point million people watch the thing. I, you know what I mean? I feel like that's the type of person he is like he he's going to use it as a, a bargaining chip, like as a, as, yeah. a, as a sleazeball, not as, hey, man, why don't you come over to the, the game award show? Um, you know, we had a lot of people watch and you'll get the revenue because any game that's nominated you know, we give a sale to, you'll get a good exposure. You're not going to get this. This is like E3 fucking numbers. You know what I mean? Uh, right. So, and this is like halfway through the year. I don't know. I, 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 I really do appreciate what he's doing and what he came from, right? He just came from as a writer from GameSpot and an interviewer, which I would love to get to where he was, right? Just interviewing like people. And he's on the next echelon of, of, of creating now, right? Like he's now he's rubbing elbows with celebrities and big time developers and he's in video games and he's he is the he's the guy. He's the guy in video game market now you talk to to get advertisement for your stuff, right? Xbox that's that's, that's how he's establishing himself, yes. Right. Xbox is the is the it showed their new Xbox on their his platform. It's huge, right? So I don't know. I like the I like I like what he's doing. I do like the gaming industry. I do like the rewards thing. I think it's nice that there is a reward show for, like, the Oscars and stuff. But the difference between the Oscars, like, being the, the top pinnacle reward to get and a video game reward, your video game reward that looks like a fucking Rolls Royce piece, okay, is literally the the undertow of what the thing is. It's like it's an advertisement of video games, and, oh, by the way, here's your reward. And they come up, and they're like, Thank you. Da, 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 da. And like, like and then the next thing is Xbox's big platform, you know, and it's like it's just right. It's filler in between. I, I just feel like it's it's not about the rewards. He's literally taking advantage of the of the system. Yeah. He's, he's like disguising like here's your little participation reward so I can make a shit ton of money. With ads, yes, yeah. That that's you it. Know what I'm but it, 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 but it's not even like it's it's kind of sort of that way. It's blatantly that way. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that that's the difference, and and that. But don't you notice that that's the that's pretty much the entire way the industry is talking to us in general. 
They don't give a shit about us. Right. They don't care about what we think. They don't care about how much value they get for the product. They just want your money in their pocket as soon as possible. Yeah. Like that's basically it. And, and and you see that throughout each of the segments of the industry. It's not just one segment. Right. The person all of the person talking about the video game had more time than the person that had the speech up on stage. Vin Diesel talked about Fast and Furious Crossroads more than the person that won game of the year. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? And right. and, and and Vin Diesel's game looks like it's a PlayStation 2 exclusive. You know what I mean? It, 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 I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give it to you three. PlayStation three. It, it looked terrible. It looked terrible, and yet they gave him the tie because he he paid a shit ton of money, right? But but that's also the problem. The problem is you can tell that who who got who gave them the money for that segment, and then they won the award. Right. It just seems a little. It seems and a little cringy. It. It's a little cringy though. Well, Come on. no, they didn't give them. There was nobody that won the award that had like an advertisement up there. There was yes. no. Yeah. Who? Name the person that was. Apex. Apex did it. Apex had a whole thing, but. Did they win? They, they didn't win that yeah. award afterwards. As soon as he, as soon as he was done talking to that cartoon, I don't even know the guy's name. I'm was sorry, it? I don't pay, is that don't true? Pay and then he won. And then they won the award. Is Absolutely. that true? Right after that, he Absolutely. they won. Yeah, Apex won exactly right after that. Right after they he was done talking to that advertising. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right, that's 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 fucking dirty. It's a little cringy, man. Yeah. Listen. Uh, we get it. We we all know what's about the money, but for God's sakes, can no. you give a shit about anyone long right. enough can to camouflage you, you it a little just, bit? Right. Can you disguise can you camouflage it? it? Can you camouflage it a little bit? Make us believe that you actually care about video games? Yeah, there's just a little. Yeah. Just a little. That's what I'm saying. Right. All right. Next story. Uh, we're gonna have to move on a little bit because I'm doing a podcast after this podcast. So it's we're gonna, we're gonna talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Real quick. Star Wars. Um, Star Wars Battlefront Two has an update that comes out tomorrow. There's a new map coming out and then in january they're doing um uh, bb8 and bb uh 9e is coming out in the in the actual thing as i can't well. imagine that these two guys are going to do anything in the game but i guess it'd be interesting I, I, it'd be interesting to see what what type of stuff they do because bb8 doesn't have any guns on him like he's got the shock thing and yeah, he's got the, he's got the thumbs up lighter right and and he can't move and, he can't move while he has it out he'll just roll over himself right right so so it's got to be maybe they're they're gonna put some stuff on the map that he can activate, like a meteor comes down and crashes yeah, or something. 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 It, it'll be interesting to see. Or, or or better yet, he's got people following him around. Right. Right. So, he's gonna have two guard two guards with him that follow him around. So there's uh you can buy the game right now for the uh, celebration edition, which is forty dollars US. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, you can also upgrade yours if you already have it for twenty five US dollars. It unlocks everything. It has the base game, includes all the past upcoming free game updates as released. More than 25 hero appearances, more than 125 trooper reinforcement appearances, 100 hero and troop emote voice lines, and more than 70 hero troop and victory poses. According to EA blog post, Battlefront 2's Rise of Skywalker content will relaunch on December 17th. The new expansion comes with a brand new jungle map seen in Rise of Skywalker's latest trailer for additional sequel era reinforcements for both First Order and Resistance. New hero appearances, additional sequel era maps such as Jakku and Starkiller Base and more. And the jungle map won't be playable until December 20th, while January introduces two new capital ships and heroes. The Resistance MC-85 capital ship and the Resurgence-class Star Destroyer will be added to the capital supremacy in BB... Uh, oh, and then BB-8 and the Dark Side counterpart BB-9E will also be playable in January as the heroes from Resistance and First Order, respectively. Um, so more, more content's coming out in Star Wars, uh, the video game, in 2020. Okay? Now... Let's talk about <clears throat> Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, right? We didn't see it yet. Me and Sarge are seeing it tomorrow, tomorrow night, okay? If you've already seen it, 
please don't put spoilers or try to put spoilers because I will ban you from the chat and you will never come back again. And that's just how I feel because um, people don't want to be spoiled. If you want to see the end of the movie, you can literally go it's, on it's YouTube. On, it's on YouTube right it's now. It's on YouTube right now. And you can <laughs> last, literally watch five minutes of the movie. Right. You can literally watch. And this to me is mind boggling. Right. Because if someone tried to do this for Marvel Endgame or any other Marvel movie, which arrested. Is, right. Arrested. Well, well Destiny. Well, Destiny. Uh, uh, Disney. They would pull it like instantaneously, right? This is up there for hours, hours. People are, were watching the end scene because no one gives a shit, right? Nobody cares. And so right. much so that it seems like Disney doesn't even fucking care at this point. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Let them, right. let, let, let them do whatever. It's a, it's a dead guy at the foot of Mickey Mouse. Right. And Mickey Mouse just steps over the corpse and right. just keeps on walking. Uh -huh. Like, Hi, that's. Kids. Right, like nobody cares about it at all. It, it's so, it's so unnerving that there's an actual ending of a movie that hasn't been released yet, just sitting online and no one cares. Like, right. So I, I looked it up earlier. Rise of Skywalker, and for two days I, I bitched about this and talked about this. Right, right. Two, two days. Right now it sits at fifty-seven percent. Fifty-seven percent. Uh, well, it says now 58, 58 for, uh, for 249 reviews from real critics. Yeah. But, but let's talk real about critics. that real quick. Right. Let's talk about it real quick. The, the, the media was backing Disney when last Jedi come out. Yeah. The shills were backing them completely for some reason they lost their shill shield. Is that what happened? The, all the shill shield went away and now the, the the media is now telling everyone that the movie sucks. What happened to all the guys that were so positive about Last Jedi? What happened to those media guys? Well, I don't understand. This is even before any any consumers are reviewing it. This is strictly media, right? So this is this is what's happening, right? People think that because the Last Jedi had a ninety one percent critic review, right? Yeah. But it had a forty three percent. For audience review, right? Yep. Usually, when the movie the critics give it a low score, the population gives it a high score, right? And when they give it a high score, the the crowd usually gives it a low score, so you can actually like average it out, and then that's like the right. middle is ballpark, that, is that right? What you think is happening here? Is that that's what's happening? what some people think is happening, right? So they've done a reverse shill, right? So like they shilled for Disney before, and now they're giving bad ratings, and then the audience is going to be like, and this is what this. This is what Disney's hoping for, right? They're hoping for a lot of these. I didn't read a review. I read bullet points of someone's review, like a sentence. A, oh, I read. I right? read them. I didn't read any any like full fledged reviews. And the fact that I'm doing that alone is mind boggling to myself because I don't like spoilers for anything. Like my channel, since I've been on Mixer, the first thing I did when I got on Mixer almost two years ago was. Block out Star Wars and Marvel names on my channel because of the movies, okay? Literally, you cannot type Skywalker in chat unless you put the space in chat. I know someone's going to do it, like Tweak or someone, okay? And I'll, I'll ban you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll fucking ban you, okay? Um, so basically, I, that's, I, I never I – ne <laughs> Tweak, I swear to God, right? Uh, I never, ever look for spoilers. Force Awakens – blinded right i was so pissed when someone tried to ruin it for me about what happened in that movie okay and now i don't care right and then the last jedi I, I came know, out. i know the whole movie the and last, i don't care the last jedi came out and i still <laughs> didn't want to be spoiled this movie 
what four months ago I started reading into like spoilers and I was like, nah, that can't be real. That that can't be real. It's and, so and then so people now are saying if you read the spoilers, if you know what the spoilers are, right, that it's one hundred percent true. Okay, one hundred percent true. And I'm like, oh god, everything, like everything is true. And I'm so <laughs> I'm so. And, and, and at this point, Sarge, I, I've I've gone through the I've gone through like the 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 seven phases of like you know like the seven steps or ten steps of 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 depression right i was so mad and depressed now i'm coming back around i'm super excited to see this film now because i want to know how much stuff i'm going to bring a list with me tomorrow and be like this is on the list check that, that that's in there check and and go it's all true everything is fucking true right it's it's mind-boggling to me that here we are in 2019 nine films into the saga it's the last Star Wars Skywalker, as they label it, and no one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. The most largest IP in existence of film, of entertainment, and nobody gives two shits, right? They literally put the ending of the movie, screenshots, full video, and Disney's just like, yeah, just let it happen. Like, you can look up right now. There's theaters empty. Early shows are are somewhat full, and show times at like midday or eight p.m., nine p.m., ten p.m. where people go on a Friday night, you could go buy a ticket right now. You go buy the ticket right now. Forty-two years, people have been waiting for the ending of this movie. Now I've talked about this on my stream. First of all, Star Wars when they did announce Force Awakens. I don't know why I read. I read George Lucas' synopsis from 1997 on my stream the other day, okay? His synopsis from episodes 7, 8, and 9. I read them. They were amazing. I got goosebumps on my arm, and my hair was sticking up on my, on my arm when I was reading them. And I'm a terrible, like, I wasn't doing any kind of voices or anything. I was just reading like an idiot. I was like, and then he went and then got the lightsaber and killed. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. Okay? <laughs> and... This movie, I'm like, why is there horses on the on a Star Destroyer? Why? Why is there? How is how is this happening? Like, who is this? Like, I don't care, and none of it makes sense, right? Even through the trailer, I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Why why that's happening? And everyone's like, don't think too far into it, right? Okay, that that that's my problem that with that. That irritates me so much. Okay, okay, but uh, people who are in my age bracket understand that there are a lot of sci-fi movies yeah. throughout the years. There's a lot of sci-fi movies. Now, the sci-fi movies that we've watched when we were younger, like there are one, they're one and done, right? And when you watch that movie, either you believe what's going on in the movie or you don't, right? And that's what makes it good or bad for that particular movie, right? That's just the way it is. There's no lead-in. There's no lore. There's nothing else. You have to understand the lore of the movie as it's happening and either believe it or not. Star Wars is a pop culture phenomenon, phenomenon. Yeah. which is on the same level as religion, okay? And so you have this backstory of all the universe and what happens and, and all the intricacies of the politics. And it's, it's a universe. It's an entire universe. So when you have writers that treat Star Wars— like they just released some kind of kooky sci-fi movie. Like it doesn't matter what it is, it's sci-fi, right? So well, it's sci-fi fantasy. I can write whatever I want because it's sci-fi fantasy. 
when you do that to an established IP, it makes everybody crazy because we know you don't know anything. We know you don't care. Like you're just trying to make the money on the movie. You're not, you're not making any sense. So they shit on you. Then they they call everyone man babies. And then when they try to fix the movie, they shit on everybody else who didn't go watch the movie. And I'm like, what? How do you destroy an IP this quickly? It's been two and a half years. No, five years. They have no, no, the destruction. Oh, the, the destruction, destruction of destruction, Star Wars. Yeah, two and a half years. They have destroyed Star Wars to the point now where Disney has to make up from whatever, whatever, you know, garbage can of crumpled up pieces of thought. They're gonna just pull one out and they go, "This is the next movie." Like they don't know anything. They just released it. They don't care. But they want they want the travesty to be over. So then the, the mouse the mouse can rebrand Star Wars the way that they want to rebrand, and then we move on from there. Yeah, but, That's what's happening but right Star, now. They did this to themselves because when they made Force Awakens, they're the ones that said that this was a continuation of those other films. Right. right? Then they didn't include any of the other the actual real characters and then fucked up the characters like yeah. things for like well, that's tropes. Of, that's because and... Ruin Johnson. Ruin Johnson did and that. And then they have the audacity to say that this they they've they've officially said that this is the last Skywalker, right? Even though they never said the Force Awakens was the next in the Skywalker saga, they just said right. it, it's the next in the in the in the trilogy, right? To me, the Skywalker saga ended in Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. They're saying that this is the rise of Skywalker, and then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, first of all, if I'm not gonna say what happens, uh, spoiler, but if the ending that that I read actually happens in this movie. It does. Then it negates everything that George Lucas we, did. Watch, right, right. Everything. They're trying. They're trying to. They're trying to execute his old his old movies. They're trying to. They're trying to rebrand. Okay. The so, movies that were thirty plus years I, old. I, and I won't say much more than that. They're, they're, they're retconning stuff from thirty years ago. But they introduced. We we know that Emperor is in this movie. We know that Emperor is in this movie, right? Everyone says this is a Skywalker saga. But if the Emperor is who they say he is in this film, then the prequels was all about the Emperor, right? It was his rise through power, right? And then yep. 4, 5, and 6 was him manipulating Darth Vader and, and the Skywalker clan, or as you want to call it, to do what they did to now this manipulating the other people in this film – so technically, this is a Palpatine story, and all the people in the actual thing are not actually about Skywalkers, because yeah, he's the, he's the supreme puppet master. Right, right, and it just I, I kind of spoiled it for myself even more. I went to IMDb today to look up something, and I saw a whole bunch of voice actors, and I went, oh. I was like, ah, oh, I just. But at that point, I didn't even care. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't even give a shit anymore. I'm so upset. And I said on stream today, I said, I said, no, who's more upset than me? I said, Sarge is more upset than me. I know he is. I said, because he is a diehard. Because I, I talked about this. I said, look, I was born in 78. I didn't see the original in theaters. I saw it in like 81, 82 on, on Betamax originally. Okay. And then I saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. And then I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. And that's when I became a Star Wars fan. Now, if I'm 40 years old and there's 50-year-olds and 60-year-olds, they were like 10 to 20 years old when those movies originally came out, and those are the super fans, right? It doesn't matter if you're a fan of the of the prequels, right? You could be a Star Wars fan, but the diehard fans, if it wasn't for them, 
if it wasn't for us, if it wasn't for the people from like the ages of like 30 years old back in 77 to like 10 years old in 77 to now, there wouldn't be episodes one, two, and three. There wouldn't be episodes seven, eight, and nine. There wouldn't be $4.2 billion paid to George Lucas to get the rights to the movie if it wasn't for the super fans. Disney knows this, hence why they made The Force Awakens like exactly, New Hope. Exactly like New Hope. Like New Hope, right? This right, is exactly no original, no originality at all. They right. just copy pasted the, the right. flow chart. Right. They know exactly. Right. <clears throat> Ryan Johnson knew exactly who he said that line to when he said, kill the past if you have to. That was to those super fans. Not yeah. my my wife sat right next to me right here and I said, What do you think about Star Wars? She's like, I go, What do you know about it? She goes, Well, I know um about the desert planet and that the brother and sister kissed. And there's a gold robot and Darth Vader. I went and that is who Disney's marketing to right now, right? She enjoys the films. She watched episodes one, two, and three, right? Yes, but she's not going to go out and buy the toothpaste, exactly. the towels, the shoes, exactly. the, the dinnerware. Exactly. Like, nobody's buying anything. They're buying and, nothing. And Nobody said, cares. And she said to me, I'm more invested in Marvel than I am in Star Wars. And I said, why is that? She's like, because I've watched it from the beginning. She watched it in 2008 when she saw Iron Man. So if you take Iron Man compared to New Hope— and then you watch 10 years of things. When she watched Endgame, she was invested. She likes the characters. She likes the story. She liked the whole thing. That's what I'm talking about. The time investment for these older, okay, boomer class and myself and everybody else in the Gen X generation, we are invested in this stuff. And they just shit all over it. And all their guys are like, just let it go. It doesn't really matter. It's just a movie. And I'm like, no. No, it's not. not just, it's not if, just a movie. If it was, if it was just a movie, then Disney wouldn't have paid four billion dollars right. for it. Wouldn't pay four billion dollars. Right. If it was just a movie, it wouldn't be paid. We would not have paid four billion dollars. It's it's basically a license to print money. And what happened is, is you thought that just because Star Wars labels on it, it didn't matter it what shitty writer right. you had to input whatever story you wanted. It's called poor storytelling. Oh, okay. Look. Poor, it, it, that's what it is. At, at the root of the entire problem, yeah. it's poor storytelling. Nobody wanted to pay attention to anything about the actual lore of Star Wars. They just wanted to make a sci-fi movie and use the characters that George had. And that's and that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, and, and the greed of Disney is apparent because they don't want to pay royalties. That's why they invented their own characters. Right. So they don't have to give George any any here's any any money on the side because it's not their care. It's not his characters. It's their characters. However, when you make your characters and they're so paper thin that nobody cares about them, that no one cares at all. I'm not gonna buy shoes, shirts, bars of soap, sheets, toys. Anything. Right. We don't care. I'm not vested with your characters. They don't mean anything. Right. Yeah. It, I, I. Right. Beautiful point, Tally. If you're like a Harry Potter fan and you read the books and then you watch the movies, they did justice to those, right? The books and the movies are beautifully done. Of course, there's more in the books than there is in the movies, but the Harry Potter series stayed true to what it was, to stay true to the vision of what it was. They didn't buy it and then all of a sudden just shit on it and Hermione is like – she's got force – Basically, I said this earlier today. I said Star Wars is like Marvel. They've given powers to the Jedi like they're mutants, right? They can just do whatever because it fits the story of what they needed to fit, right? And they're not just 
force wielders anymore. Like the old movies, like force push, force pull. Uh, they can they can sense, they can have visions, they feel things, they're connected to stuff, they can jump a little higher. The prequels kind of went a little bit more in depth, right? They can jump really high and jump really far, and then they go to the fucking ninjas and samurai swords. But now they've gone where like, there's force ghosts, and they can shoot lightning out of their asshole, right? And they can do whatever they want. And and I read a thing in the in the synopsis of George Lucas and in the script or the synopsis, it said Luke got damaged in his ship and he was stuck in space and they, it was an air leaking. So he literally took himself and went into a force like stasis where he made himself frozen. But I was okay with that because it explained it in the script. When, when Carrie Fisher went out into space and all of a sudden she's like frozen. And then she was like Mary Poppins and she flew back. Oh, she married Poppins the hell All they needed to do, Poe could have went up to her. Are you okay? How, how did you do that? Well, you know, my brother Luke taught me how to go into force stasis where I I, I, I meditated and kept myself from dying for a, a short period of time. I'd be like, wow. And then all they had to do was go, I didn't know the force could do that. It's just like people. They evolve over time. You know what I mean? Just a quick little line like that you'd be like all right cool the force but, has got extra but powers but, but they didn't care enough to do that because it's a sci-fi fantasy movie mike i can do whatever i want yeah it's a sci-fi fantasy movie i can write whatever i want what do you how what are you gonna do you're gonna tell me it doesn't exist it's a sci-fi fantasy movie that's the writer's mentality you can tell by right. the way they wrote it the the, the the charm about star wars is it's it, grounded in reality it, it's a, even though it's fantasy yeah. it's a space it's grounded in it's reality. a space opera it's a western it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, ninja movie, right? It's a it's it's samurai swords in a Western world in a space opera feel, right? And that's what yeah. it is. It, it's in space. It it takes the best of all three things: westerns, martial arts, and 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 space, and puts it together. It's never taken itself seriously, but at the same time, it's taken it seriously for what they've established in the world that he told you about, right? Yes. And and Disney just took that and went. Whatever, just because, like, oh, there's a there's the Grand Canyon, I gotta jump over it. Uh, my force ability, I can jump over it, right? Like, it just, it just, there's no, there's no drama, there's no like, it just happens because it can, and they're gonna fix it because she she's the best, right? And that's and that to me is just poor writing, and I feel like the poor writing because I feel like the people that are writing the film are younger than underwear that I have, okay? Like, I feel like they're just not invested, and they're literally like middle schoolers, like five years ago okay and now they're in high school and they graduated and now they have a degree in writing and they've been brought up by jj abrams because they knew someone at a, at a fucking disney party and they're like hey my son's a writer and they're like yeah well come on over we'll, we'll help you write star wars right there's like no experience <laughs> there's there's no fucking thing whatsoever right there's no investment there's no nothing ryan johnson didn't give two shits how do you fire five directors but leave that one guy there to ruin the whole thing if Ryan Johnson made the last movie, if The Last Jedi was the last movie in the series and J.J. made one or seven, nine, and they were together, I think it would be a lot better because then Ryan Johnson could shit over that but still be an ending. And you'd be like, you know what? That's, a, that's, a, that's an okay ending. That's an okay ending, right? But because it's wedged in between the bookends, it's a pile of shit. The second movie is the most important movie in a trilogy because if the first one's good, this one's bleeding over to be good. And to hand off the torch, right? If you're in a relay race and you're the first guy, you hand it off nicely to the second guy, and the second guy goes like this and goes, 
right? You can't fucking finish the race because you don't have the fucking baton to cross the finish line. And that's what's happening right now. But JJ say, fuck it. We'll 3D print our own to- our own baton and bring it back in. And then we'll cross the finish line. And it's, it, it just doesn't make fucking sense. It's just, it's just I, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited to see this, this pile of shit. I'm excited to see this pile I, of shit. I, I don't know if I'm going to go sober or not. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to go sober or not. Okay, this is what's happening. Okay, the, the podcast is going to end. Two scotches, two scotches and a joint, or just one scotch. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the combination here. So me and Sarge are seeing the movie tomorrow night. Right after we're done, me and Sarge are going to do an audio version that you won't hear right off the bat. But we're going to do an audio version of our initial thoughts of what we just watched, right? It'll be me in the car screaming, and, <laughs> and you'll there's tires it, screeching it, in the it, background. It'll be like two turtles fucking. It'll just be horrendous. You'll be like, what? what is happening right now? Okay, it'll be our first initial reaction to Star Wars, okay? And then next week's show, Generation X Gaming, December 26th, okay? You're not working, right, Sarge? You're, you're off on after the day of Christmas, right? Uh, I don't think I'm off after Christmas. I'm off, I'm off Christmas Day. Okay, but you're not off on Thursday? Not... I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'll have to see. Okay. Uh, whenever we off. do the next Generation X gaming, okay, whenever it is, if it's episode 197, if it's next week or the following week, we will do an all, all Star Wars episode. And, of... and, and, and if you haven't seen it, don't bother coming right, in because right. if you think the spoilers are bad online right now, it'll, it'll be a thousand right. percent spoiler. So we'll talk about the whole film, spoilers and all, no holds barred. Talk about the whole thing and what we saw, and that's what's going to be. So after this podcast, I'm going to end the stream, and then I'm going to restart it. I'm doing another podcast after this on Gator's podcast that's in chat right now. It's called Guardian Down. Okay, it's going to be an audio version. I'm going to be on screen. They're going to be in Discord, so you guys can hear it here. Okay, and then if you would like, please go follow their podcast and support them because they're doing a podcast. I believe we're on episode 22. So that's what's happening right after the show. So this show will be ending generation X gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. And we rant along the way episode 196 is in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out. You can watch us here every, almost every Thursday, 8 PM Eastern Thursday nights, mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can listen to the after effect. I know I haven't posted last episode cause it was the game awards and a bunch of different stuff. So I will try to get this episode and the other episodes up on the audio platform uh, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Make sure you check out this podcast link down below. That's Anchor.fm. If you'd like to support this podcast in any way, we've been doing it for five years. We start our sixth season after the new year. We're going to break over episode 200 coming this upcoming year in just four episodes. I do appreciate you. You can donate as little as 99 cents to the anchor.fm uh, and that goes to the podcast, right? So 99 cents. Think about what we can do with that, Sarge. 99 cents, we can adjust this number right here. Like I could move this to there, right? Like that that is what I can do with 99 cents. Uh, and it's it's been free, free episodes for five years and it'll always be free. But if you'd like to support us in any way, shape or form, you can do it. Uh, I do appreciate you. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe on all the platforms. Leave a review. It does help us on iTunes and any of the other platforms if you can write a review and leave a review. If you hate us, if you love us, if you think we shouldn't even have a podcast and how the hell are we doing 196 episodes, I, it, it doesn't make sense. But we, we've done it. So I do appreciate you. Thank you very much. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care, guys.
two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.